back to the My Virgo Friend Podcast. I am your gracious host, Chi Chi, and I'm so happy to have you here. Uh, it is about mid-November, and we're going to be talking about the Scorpio uh, Scorpio energy and the Taurus full moon that's coming up on Election Day on Tuesday, okay? But before we get started, let's go for our five deep breaths in through the nose, out through the mouth, taking in as much air as you can, deplete those lungs, breathe in. Shout out to the air signs, Geminis, Aquarius, and Libras. Cheers, cheers, cheers. I also want to give a shout out to the Scorpio dominance out there. So if you have a Scorpio moon, if you're a Scorpio rising, if your Mars is in Scorpio, and especially if your Venus is in Scorpio, okay? We want to give a shout out to y'all as well. Cheers, cheers. Because we are definitely still in Scorpio season, okay? Um... And uh, this recording, I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to be focusing on Scorpio season, Scorpio energy in general. You know, we've been talking about that for the past couple of episodes. And um, the 11-11 in the year of 2022, okay, so 1-1-1-1-2-2, that date is coming up. Uh, So this is a really great time, high time, potent time for manifestations, okay? And before I get started on, like, um, the energy and everything. The previous episode was recorded prior to the news breaking about Takeoff's death. Um, one third of the Migos rap superstar group, the Migos um, rapper Takeoff, he was shot and killed, and it was literally on the day of the dead. Okay, um, I want to say it was. Well, he was in Houston, so I'm not sure if it was considered. Halloween or November 1st when we officially passed but nonetheless Day of the Dead is celebrated between October 31st and November 2nd so he definitely died within that energy and I woke up on November 1st and that was the first thing I saw when I opened my Instagram and my heart dropped I was just so shocked but not really because it is eclipse season and unexpected Death such as that is exactly what we talk about when we say swift, unexpected endings like that. That's exactly what we're talking about. So when I saw that, I'm like, wow, that's definitely like some eclipse energy right there, you know. And, you know, seeing the different accounts come out and 
you know, seeing some of the videos that are posted out there, you know, we don't want to see that. But then like curiosity, like kills the cat or whatever, you know, so you may see some stuff that's floating online. And it's so sad that we as a society have been desensitized and conditioned in such a way to where that's a thing to where you can expect someone to post gruesome footage if it's something like a shocking death such as that, you know, so be mindful of exposing yourself to that energy you know, um, be mindful of, you know, the victims, the people that will be affected by seeing their family members or their friends or people they know online like that, you know, so try not to give in to that energy, that temptation to want to know and want to investigate and going down these rabbit holes and conspiracy theories because that's another energy with Scorpio season. Uh, we know Scorpios are the detective. They're going to get to the bottom of it. They want to know, you know, the absolute truth. You know, what 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 are you trying to conceal? What are you trying to hide? What's being hidden? You know, um, hidden in plain sight is also a thing with Scorpio energy as well. So try to resist the urge. Try to be mindful of that energy creeping in of, you know, just getting yourself so wrapped up mentally and emotionally and allowing yourself to get so frustrated and, you know, about something that you can't control. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's so unfortunate. Rest in peace, take off. Rest in peace. Um, you know, rest in power. Just like, it's just so sad because he came off as such a nice guy. People that knew him spoke of him as being a nice guy that stayed out the way. Most a lot of people said that he was the best Migo, the most favorite Migo. Okay, and you know he just left a legacy that people loved and adored him. You know, and regardless if it was, you know, an accidental shooting, friendly fire, whatever the fuck that means. Because if you're, what is friendly fire? If you're trying to shoot somebody, like anyway, or if it was intentional. Regardless, it's sad, it's unfortunate, and it's just a reminder of how quickly life can shift. Life can change. You could be here one minute, literally gone the next. Here one second, literally gone the next. You could be standing beside somebody that's about to lose their life. You know, you could be looking at somebody that's about to lose their life. You just never know when life is going to shift, you know. So just allow this to be a reminder. And he was 28, y'all. 28 years old. Not yet married. I don't believe he had any kids. I don't think so. Um, but yeah, just a lot of life left to live, a lot of potential yet unfulfilled. Although he did leave a legacy, a great legacy, he definitely made his mark and made his um, made made his way into rap music, into music culture. Period. You know, he's a part of a group that really shifted how rap music is both created and um, listened to, how it's enjoyed. You know, so rest in peace to take off. My condolences to his family, friends, everyone that's been affected by it. To the artists out there that are really pained by this loss, allow that energy to motivate you to create something. You know, if you're a dancer, dance to his music. You know, if you are a painter, a drawer, a sketch artist, you know, some type of creator of the arts, create, you know, when some of the most Beautiful pieces of art are created in states of grief, sadness, despair, depression, pain. You know, uh, we've you. I'm sure you've heard musicians talk about um, whenever they created a great piece of art, a great piece of music, a great film. They were just really going through something heavy. For example, Janet Jackson. She was filming. I believe it was. Why did I for Color Girls? Or why did I get married too? One of those. I want to say it was not. Why did I get married too? The one where Malik Yoba died at the end. 
Sorry for the spoiler for anyone that didn't see that movie. Okay. But anyway, I want to say she was filming that movie, the Tyler Perry, Why Did I Get Married to film when Michael Jackson passed away. And like, rather than like not shooting, like I want to say the scene when she was on the stairs crying and the ladies found her in the dark and she just broke down. I want to say that was like, it was very close to the day that he died when they shot that specific scene. I remember seeing her do an interview on it, but um, and Mary J. Blige, you know, she talked about, you know, like the, the album was the 411. I believe that's the time she was with Casey of Casey and Jojo. And they had a very toxic turmoil, but very passionate, you know, relationship. And although it wasn't healthy, she, it allowed her to dive into a deep place to create something that was felt on a soul level. It was a very, very visceral experience. So that for the people that's enjoying the music, they feel it because it came from such a soulful place. So regardless if you're affected by takeoffs passing or your own personal grief, your own personal loss, use that energy to do something more than keep you stuck in the past. Okay, because of course, when we lose someone, whether it's through death or um, the loss of a friendship, getting fired, you know, just <clears throat> an unexpected loss that's out of your control you're going to naturally, human nature, think back to the good times. You're going to reflect. You're going to remember. You're going to, you know, dig up the memories as best you can because you realize that that time to make any new memories is gone. And you're only going to have to work with what you remember, what you still feel in your body and your spirit. So keep the memory alive of the people that have transitioned, that has crossed over, whatever. If they make you feel in a way that charges you up, passionately energetically if it charges you up use that for something okay don't allow it to you know make you sad get you into depression and now you're just going down this rabbit hole of dark darkness and sadness and you know um not allowing love in not allowing light in not allowing support you know so just be mindful of that with Scorpio season there is a tendency to hide in the dark um, because I spoke on the previous episode about really facing your fears and looking your fears in the eye. So even though I'm saying that, there's going to be a lot of people that don't do that, that don't understand that should be done, that don't understand what shadow work means, that don't give a fuck about their spiritual relationship. They don't believe in God or they don't believe in that life can get better. Like they just don't have a belief system at all. So there's a lot of people that's not doing that. So that's why it's very important that if you have the desire to grow spiritually to be better emotionally that you do the work because there's a lot of people in the world that aren't doing the work evil is running rampant you know evil is very much real okay and it's very important that you're doing the work as often as possible to keep your armor to keep your protection up okay to keep your vibes high to keep your spirit lifted to keep a smile on your face like i try to be mindful um because i've heard it my whole life fix your face Sherelle. fix your face why are you frowning Sherelle? why are you, are you making that face you know i and I've, as I've gotten older and as I've learned that I'm an empath, I'm an, an intuitive, my mind just works in a different way, that when I'm making that face is because I'm using my third eye. You know, like I tend to like frown my face like really intensely between my brows. And it's because I'm just working with my third eye and I'm just processing information in that at that time. But just make sure that if you have any desire, if you have any knowledge, and if you're listening to this podcast, 
you do, right? Um, because we're all working through our spiritual revolution together, right? Our spiritual evolution, our transformation, our evolvement, that we're doing that together, yeah? Let's take a cheers to that. And while it's on my mind, I do want to give a shout out to my athlete, Gina. She will be competing in her first show soon, um, NGA Bikini, okay? And I'm so excited for her. I'm so proud of her. She has been working her ass off. She has been training consistently. She has been conditioning herself. She has been working on her poses. She has done the things, y'all. And I'm just so excited for her debut on stage. Gina, I'm sending you love. I'm hugging you. I'm so, so proud of you. I'm so excited for you. And you got this, hun. Work it. Let it let them have it, honey. Okay, so cheers to Gina, my athlete, my competitor, my bikini competitor. I do, um, I'm her posing coach. If y'all don't know, I don't know if I'll ever share that on the podcast, but I'm a posing coach. So if you are competing in bikini specifically, um, you can work with me. I am in the Atlanta area. If you know someone that is a bikini competitor in the Atlanta area, please share my information with them. I am trying to gain more clients for posing because I do appreciate bodybuilding. I do appreciate the lifestyle. It's been a while since I competed, but my heart is still in it. You know, once you've done it, it's a lifestyle, you know, of choice, of course, but it is a lifestyle that I do want to choose and lean more into as I'm here in Georgia. So, uh, if you are a bikini competitor, if you know a bikini competitor, even if it's virtual, you know, I'm willing to work with people virtually as well. So if you want to work with me as your posing coach for your upcoming bikini show specifically, I will be happy to do that. Um, yeah, just let me know. So shout out to all the bodybuilders out there. I'm sending you love. I'm hugging you. I'm grabbing your shoulders right now. I'm shaking you up and down, up and down, up and down. I'm rocking you back and forth, back and forth, just to get you hype, okay? Because it's a testament of how you love and appreciate yourself, right? When people look at you, they look at your body. It's a testament to what you do and don't do, right? So I just leave that there. But uh, yes, so take off. You know, he passed, you know, November 1st, Halloween, whichever date. And from November 1st until November 11th, you know, it's 111 and then 1111, right? So these 11 days, high time for quick manifestation, rapid manifestation, right? And like I said, for this week, we will be experiencing the Taurus full moon. Remember, the full moons is always opposite of what season we're in. We are currently in watery Scorpio season. Its sister sign is earthy Taurus. So the full moon is in Taurus. Okay. We are going to have an earth moon. Okay. So with earth moon, it's giving groundbreaking. It's giving breakthrough. It's giving grounded. It's giving tangible. What can I see? What can I feel? What can I experience? You know, Taurus is ruled by Venus, the feminine energy planet. And it is regarding the five senses, okay? What you're hearing, what you're seeing, smelling, tasting, feeling. What do you experience, okay? So with this energy, with this moon, we are concerned about our experiences. How do we have experiences? Through relationships, right? So you're going to be focused on your relationship, your relationship with yourself, your relationship with others, also your relationship with money, okay? Taurus and Scorpio are two signs that are focused on power and control. So this is also going to be a theme that you'll notice with this full moon in Taurus. Um, your source of power. 
your sense of power. What do you want to be more powerful in? What do you want to gain more power of? Okay. What do you want to gain more control of? Who do you want to gain more control of? What do you want to gain more control of? Okay. So regarding you, do you feel powerful? If yes, what makes you feel powerful? Okay, is it something that's healthy? Is it not hurting anyone else? Because if it is, reconsider, reconsider, right? So what makes you feel powerful? If you don't feel powerful, why not? What is it that makes you feel powerless? Okay, why have you not done anything about it up until this point? Have you noticed this before that this was a feeling that you had of not feeling powerful? And if you felt this before, why do you still feel that way? Meaning... Have you been doing, have you been making an attempt to do the work? Have you been making an attempt to heal yourself in that way? You know, so what makes you feel powerful? Do you feel you're in control? Do you feel you are being controlled? And if you do feel like you're being controlled, is that what you want? Is that how you want to feel? You know, so... These are going to be themes that you notice with this energy, with it being Scorpio season, with it being Taurus season, um, Taurus full moon. It's an earth moon. So although you may be feeling emotionally deep, you may be feeling emotionally not worn out because Scorpio can go, 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 go. Like, yeah, Scorpio, they, they could just go, go, go. First of all, they're insomniacs. Shout out to all the insomniac Scorpios out there. Think about the Scorpios in your life. Do they say like they just don't sleep at night or they have a hard time sleeping or they just be up at night for like just just up, right? And they may not even get a lot of sleep, but they just be up, up, up. Night owls typically with Scorpio energy, okay? So make sure that you're mindful of that, okay? Try not to... Allow yourself to be staying up all hours of the night when it's uncharacteristic of you, right? And some foolishness, okay? And idle mind is the devil's workshop, right? So don't allow your mind, your emotions to get all warped and discombobulated, okay? Because then it could take you down this rabbit hole. And you know how stubborn Taurus energy is, okay? And you know how stubborn Scorpio energy is, all right? So be mindful of stubborn energy, both from you and taking it from others, okay? Taurus energy, if you know Taurus people, okay? <laughs> if you know, you know. If you know, you know. And remember, everybody going to get it on this podcast, okay? Taurus energy, heavy. It can be heavy sometimes. It is earth, right? <laughs> Earth energy in general is heavy energy, okay? But with Taurus energy, it is very much um it can be it can be unhealed shadow Taurus petty. It can be very petty at times. It could be I'm not gonna stop because you asked me to stop, so now I can't stop because you asked me to. Like they're that type of petty stubborn, right? It's like, yes, we've been arguing forever, but I'm still gonna talk louder than you because you won't talk louder than me. Like yeah, like, you know, if you know, you know. So be mindful of arguments just getting way blown out of proportion. Also, with this moon, it's a reflection of six months ago when we had the Scorpio full moon in Taurus season. So this is that six-month check-in. What was happening during the Scorpio full moon in Taurus season? So think between, like, 420 until, like, mid-May. That was Taurus season, and that Scorpio full moon was somewhere in there. I can't recall the date specifically. 
but what significant event happened? And is that energy kind of circling back now in some kind of way, right? I explained on the previous episode what I saw, what I felt and thought it was for me. So consider what that could be for you and what the lesson is. What what are we trying to learn here? What What is this lesson trying to teach me, right? So just be mindful of that. And um, again, stubborn, petty arguments, arguments of the past, bringing up old shit and just not letting it go and just arguing for hours and hours and hours and just not getting anywhere, talking to, yelling at a brick wall, Taurus energy, okay? You yelling, you yelling, you getting yourself all worked up. They can do this all day, okay? So then it's going to eventually feel like you arguing with the wall because you just will not win. With, arguing with a Taurus, like just, they just won't stop, okay? So just be mindful of that. And again, with Scorpio, they don't stop either. Like these are two signs that can really be about their vengeance if they care that much, you know? Like if they really want to like ruin your life, they will, you know? So don't let them. How do you not let them? You don't you don't give it your energy. Remember, like your energy is your time, your focus, that's your power, okay? Your response, that's your energy. Your intention, you even thinking about them, you allowing them to piss you off, you allowing them to come into your mind and you start furring your eyebrows and frowning up your mouth, bringing on the frown lines, okay? Bringing on the smile lines, the, you know, the little crow's feet, Bringing on the crow's feet, bringing on the the shriveled up forehead where you need Botox now because you keep thinking about people that piss you off. Why are you letting them take your beauty away? Why are you giving them your youth? Why are you giving them the best years of your life, which is right now, because you have power and control over it? And why I say that? Because you can do what you want. Like if you decide you want to be a musician, you got to start playing music. Just decide first. If you decide you want to be an athlete, if you want to start competing in bodybuilding, you just got to decide and then follow the steps to do that, right? You have the power, so act like it. Act like you you are in control, right? Because, whoa, what's, what's that? Uh, I forgot who said it, but I feel like it was a black woman, and it was like back in like the 1930s. Uh, I can't recall exactly how she said but... I want to say it was something to the effect. I want to say it was like Zora Neale Hurston, I believe, like in that energy, like Lena Horne, Zora Neale Hurston, somewhere in there. The the quickest way people, or the the easiest way people lose their power is by believing they don't have any. Something to that effect. I forgot who. I, again, I can't recall who said it, but something to the effect of the quickest way of believing that you have that you lose your power is believing you have none. So when people just surrender. Their power of choice. Where do you want to eat? Oh, it doesn't matter. Wherever you want to eat. That was a power moment right there. That was your opportunity to say, I would like to have Italian cuisine at this specific restaurant. That was a power choice. But when you just surrender, like, oh, it doesn't matter, you know. And again, it's just your choice. You can, this is what the wrong was saying. Oh, it doesn't matter. Like, it's okay to be open and flexible like that. But just understand the little ways we surrender our power, right? Because we, we may not pick up on it we may not understand like day to day like how we just give our power away or how we make ourselves small right like for example like anytime i'm in a group picture i really try to resist the urge to not crouch down i really try to not hit that chair pose where i'm crouching down and my hands are on my knees and i'm smiling i'm tooting my booty up right i really try to stand up all the way because for one look at my outfit for two look at this body and three, look at this body posture. And like, if someone else ruins the picture, I want to be able to crop myself out and at least still post me. 
right? So I really try to resist the urge to make myself small by doing that specific pose. And even when I'm taking a group picture with other women, specifically, I try to tell people, like, I'm always telling my mom, like, stand up, mom, don't make yourself small. And you know, if I've ever taken a group photo with you, I tend to say that, right? So that's just one way for me that I physically don't want to make myself small. Like, why should I have to crouch? What, just because I'm short? Like, why should I have to get on the front? You know what I'm saying? Oh, well, yeah, I'm going to get on the front row. But why should I have to be the one to, to be small? You know, why can't I be fully exalted, fully standing, you know? So it's all about, you know, your your sense of power. Uh, another thing, like, ladies, I'm sure you've experienced catcalling before. So when you're out and about and someone catcalls you, don't let it piss you off. Just don't respond. You know, you could probably like look at them so you can know like who it was, who it is. And like, that's what I usually do. Like somebody cat calls me and makes me uncomfortable. I'm still going to look them dead in their eyes because I'm a, I'm like, look, don't, don't fuck with me. All right. I'm not scared of you. That's the energy I'm trying to give to them. Like, don't do that again. Don't do that anymore. Right. I don't appreciate that, but I'm not going to smile on their face and be like, oh, you know, what? Well, something, no, I ain't going to lie and say that because there are, depending on the situation, you got to choose your battles, right? Depending on situation, I may have to use my sweet as honey demeanor to get out of a situation because dudes be crazy, okay? Some men don't know how to take rejection. Some men snap when a woman doesn't respond in the way that they expect or hope, you know? So, ladies, sometimes you do have to just be nice for the moment to get out of there. But at the same time, I'm not going to, like, give my number just because you asked. Just like yesterday, I went downstairs, right, to get something from my cart real quick. I had my hair wrapped up. So I was like, or I had a do-rag on. And I was like, you know what? I ain't even going to, like, you know, take my do-rag off or whatever. I'm just going downstairs real quick. I ain't going to see nobody. Blah, blah, blah. So I ran downstairs, got something out my trunk, was coming up the stairs. And, well, no, was coming in the door. A guy was holding the door open for me. I said, oh, thank you so much. And um, I only had my sports bra on because it's hot up here right now. So I only had my sports bra on and, like, my, my leggings or whatever. But I had my do-rag on, right? So I'm showing belly. I'm showing boobs. But my do-rag is on. Like, I'm getting thugged out in the crown, you know? So he opened the door for me. I said, thank you. So then I'm, like, hustling up. Say, hey, oh, where are you going? He's like, I need to be going where you are because I went and got, like, a bottle of Moscato that I had left in my trunk. I was like, oh, let me go get that real quick. So I went and got it. So when I was coming up the stairs or going through the door, he saw I had the bottle in my hand. He's like, oh, I need to go where you at. I was like, oh, no, I'm chilling, blah, blah, blah. We just make a small talk. So he's trying to keep me on the stairs. Of course, I'm trying to get out and go because I got a do-rag on. I'm not trying to chit-chat, bro. I'm just saying hey and bye. So he's like, oh, no, no, no. And then he made the comment. He's like, no, I can't let you get away. And then he pulls out his phone or whatever. And so I'm thinking, like, shit. You know, because, of course, you know, I want to grow my Instagram, whatever. But still, like, I don't know this guy. I don't know if you live here. And I was like, do you live here? He's like, yeah. He's like, you know, my sprinter outside, you usually see it, blah, 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 blah. I was like, okay, well, if you leave here, then I'll see you in passing again. He's like, I know, but let me get you. And I was like, nah, you know, I'll see you in passing. And luckily, somebody else was coming through the gate. So, like, they was, like, trying to buzz in. So, he went back down the stairs to open the gate for them. And as he did that, I hustled my ass up the stairs and left, okay? Because it's like... No, like, just because you bumped into me on the stairs and asked doesn't mean I have to give you my number. But there have been times in the past where I felt caught off guard and I did have, like, a, a quick comeback in my mind. And I would give out my Instagram or give out my phone number to somebody I didn't really want or care to have my information. But it's like, well, 
you know, if I just play it cool, like I don't care, maybe they won't obsess over so much. Like if I act like it's a big deal, then they'll act like it's a big deal. You know, like if I act like it's such a big, huge secret that may just like entice them to pursue more. Right. So if I just act like, oh, it's no big deal, blah, 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 I'm barely on there and just give it. They may not. They may just forget because they probably don't even care anyway if they get my number or contact. They just want to know if they still got it. Right. They just like us women. Sometimes we only flirt just to see if we got it. It's not that we like the person or that we're interested. We just want to know if we can still pull it, you know? So same thing with guys. They probably just want to see if they can get the number. They probably don't have any intention on use because ladies, you know what that's like too. How dudes be ghosting. They don't follow up. They just want to see if they can, right? So look, do the same shit back. If you don't want to give out your number, if you don't want to go somewhere, if you don't want to do something, use your authority, use your power of authority and use your yes, use your no, how you want, okay? If you don't want to give somebody your number, then don't give them your number, all right? If you don't want to be in someone's energy, if you don't want to go to an event, because, first of all, you don't have to explain. That's your choice, and people should respect your decision. But just honor your yes. Honor your no. Honor your body, okay? If your body, if you're talking to someone and while you're listening to them speak, you're screaming inside, like, get out, run, run, run. Honor that, okay? Honor that you are responsible for your energy, okay? So don't wait for something to happen. Be vigilant about your life. Be vigilant about your privacy, your security. Security is also a theme with uh, the Scorpio and Taurus energy. Taking secure, taking a uh, stock, taking investment, taking inventory of how you take care of yourself physically, financially, especially emotionally. How do you protect yourself? Like one of the stereotypes with Scorpios that they don't trust people, right? They probably got their walls up. Um, but that could be a defense mechanism to keep their heart secure, to keep their emotions secure, to keep their um how people perceive them under wraps, you know, to keep that secure. Um, also with Taurus, they have a um, a stereotype of just spending money, opulence, just always, they just always got the money. And if they don't got the money, they actually look like they got the money, okay? Um, if they don't have it, you, they gonna look like they have it at least, okay? So that Taurus energy, the financial security, all right? So just making sure the financial patterns match What's, what's happening financially, right? The financial movement, the financial energy that's happening in your life. And if you feel like you're not having any financial movement in your life right now, this is an opportunity to release any blockages or burdens from that. Like, for example, like if you have a scarcity mindset, this Taurus full moon is a great time to release that. Because, you know, full moons are about illuminations, aha moments, epiphanies, realizations, full circle moments, things coming back around. Okay, what goes around comes around, circles, right? So um, with this full moon energy, just be mindful of how you take care of yourself, what you perceive or what you define as security because like for example um if you're going through a divorce or if you're realizing you need to get a divorce you realize you need to get out of this long-term relationship you realize you do need to break up with them you do need to take a break whatever that means um if you're gonna take a break just break up right just go all the way don't waste people's time but anyway, when you realize that the love that you're experiencing right now is not the love that you need not the love that you want any longer realize you may realize that you were staying so long because you believed 
they gave you security. You believe that you felt emotionally secure with them because they never gave you any feelings that they would cheat on you or they never made you feel like they would disrespect you or embarrass you. But at the same time, they make you feel like shit in private. Like they may act all lovey-dovey in front of everybody else, but when it comes to y'all behind closed doors, they beat you, they call you names, they talk you down, they talk you out of your goals, they make you feel like you're not, they, they make your sense of worth feel depreciated, right? That's a false sense of security. You're with them for what you think is one set of security, but then they deplete the other sense of security, right? What good is it? You know, if you provide for me financially, but make me feel like shit emotionally, what good is it if you provide for me financially, if you beat my ass, okay, to where I got to like, where I have black eyes or where, you know, now you got to get like a hair transplant because they done ripped your hair out. You got to wear wigs now because they done ripped your hair out. Okay. Now you got to get surgery because they done beat you one too many times. You done lost the baby because they done beat you up. You know, like what good is it if they like tell you all the things they want you want to hear, but then they can't provide for you financially. They can't even even match you financially. What good is it if they make you feel good physically? Yeah, they're there to give you hugs. Yeah, they're there to open the, your car door. What, you can't open your own car door? Yeah, they're there to enjoy dinner with you. What, you can't enjoy dinner by, your, by yourself? Like, you think they're giving you physical security, but then your other sense of security is lacking or suffering or being depleted, you know? So just consider that. Your sense of self-worth, both how you give it to yourself and how you allow other people to define that. Your sense of respect, because like I said, Taurus and Scorpio are two signs that can get mad disrespectful, okay? Especially if you got both placements in whatever order, okay? Hella disrespectful if they want to, okay? And I'm sure every sign could do it too, but it's something about that Taurus-Scorpio energy, eh. They just don't let go, okay? Because, you know, Scorpio got the claws, okay? They're going into the deep waters for all, however long they need to, all right? Taurus, they're going to ram and bulldoze that wall over and over and over. So it's just like, like it reminds me of the Cardi B meme where she's walking away. She's like, if a bitch got a problem with me, she's going to have a problem forever. When she turns around from love and hip, her love and hip, uh, from her love and hip hop days. That's what it's given for Taurus Scorpio axis energy. And also um, with this full moon, it is affecting the North Node as well. I forgot what sign the North Node is in right now. I feel like it's in Gemini. Well, no, no, I don't know. I forgot what, what sign the North Node is in right now. But I know this Taurus full moon is going to affect that. Remember, your North, you have a North Node and a South Node. Your South Node, uh, the North Node and the South Node are complete opposites. So they're sister signs as well. So if your south node is in Taurus, your north node is in Scorpio. If your south node is in Libra, your north node is in Aries. If your south node is in Pisces, your north node is in Virgo. If your south node is in Sagittarius, your north node is in Gemini. If your north node is in Cancer, your south node is in Capricorn, so on and so forth, vice versa, right? So, uh, for example, if in your past life, you really focused on being in a relationship because you believed you needed someone else to achieve your goals, you believed you needed to be in a pairing to advance in your life, to progress or to feel fulfilled. 
Your North Node may be the opposite of that, where you're realizing in this lifetime, you actually work best alone. You're actually a leader and you're the person to initiate. You're not the person to wait for someone else to initiate. You're actually the initiator. Okay. You're the leader. You're the you're the alpha, okay? You actually don't need to be in a pair. You actually work best alone. So those two polar opposites is what it's like with North Node versus South Node energy, okay? So since we're dealing with North uh, Scorpio and Taurus, again, the themes of power, control, money, security, um, define it for yourself in your own life. I'm going to go ahead. I've been holding the crystals as I prepare for this moonology reading. Okay. So I've been holding uh, the crystals is I have clear quartz, lapis lazuli, and sodalite. Okay. So two blue stones, one clear stone. And I have the moonology cards because we have a full moon coming up. The card's already good, but just give them another. Um, since I didn't do the bowl, let's go for five deep breaths with the bowl while I cleanse the energy for this reading. Okay, let's go. Breathe in. Take a sip of your beverage. Okay, you guys, so I'm going to go ahead and wrap up the first portion of this episode. Um, and I'm going to break it up and uh, make the next episode the oracle reading for the full moon. All right, so stay tuned. And uh, yes, remember, you can add me on Instagram at chichibabe, C-H-E-C-H-E-B-A-B-E, as well as my girlfriend podcast.com. Uh, thank you for uh, supporting the podcast. Remember, you can leave a five-star review if you like what you hear. It helps me to be seen. It helps me to gain exposure. It helps me to grow. All right? So go to Apple Podcasts. Go all the way to the bottom. When you see the reviews, you'll see the option to write a review. Click it. Write me a five-star review. Okay? It really helps. And I appreciate y'all so much. Love you.